Hey, good evening. Happy Wednesday. Um, welcome back to another podcast episode of the Daily Mind. I'm your host. Managed to get out early enough to sneak in an episode. I know last week I said that um it's gonna be kind of light this week with episodes. It all depends on my work schedule. But luckily for me, I was able to get back in enough time before it hit midnight to where I can record a show today and basically have it set for today. So just glad to be back on the air. I mean, even though I was just down for maybe one day so far, it just seems like an eternity. And this is one of those things that I like to, that I look forward to on a day-to-day basis, coming home, seeing my wife, giving her a kiss, having dinner, and then, of course, jumping right into the podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm going to get right into it. Today, I'm going to talk about hobbies. Yeah, I know it's not exactly a, a cutthroat, controversial episode, but hobbies, right? You know, I thought about it, especially um, with myself. Um, I thought about hobbies that I take up and hobbies that I've had or still do since I was younger. Um, one of my hobbies, right, right, you know, just going to get right into it, was is uh, model railroading. I like to collect model trains, train sets. Um, I've been doing it since I was a kid. It seems to be somewhat woven into my DNA. My great-grandfather was big on model railroading. I never had a chance to meet him, but um, <clears throat> based on some of the stories I've heard of him, um, he was definitely a model railroader, and I seem to take up a lot from him, not just with model ra- railroading, but I guess also personality, too. It's kind of odd, especially if somebody I haven't met. Um, but uh, yeah, model railroading is definitely one to this day. I'm not too heavy into it, but I'm still into it. Um, and video games. Like Two of my biggest hobbies growing up was video games and uh, model railroading was two of the biggest. Video games? <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, that's something that's never going to go anywhere. It's not going to go away. <clears throat> video games, I will play it until I have carpal tunnel. I will play video games until I can't play them anymore. I will always play video games. It's always been a thing. I think one of the first video games I was exposed to um, was Mario Brothers. I had to have been probably three years old uh, being exposed to this uh, for the NES, the original Super Mario, that is, and been hooked ever since. I know. it's it's uh, It's amazing. But um, I'm going to just get right into hobbies. So <clears throat> we all have a hobby, something to keep our minds engaged, keep us entertained, keep us going, just make us us, right? Um, some hobbies out there people have that are pretty, um, what's the word I'm looking for, common or normal or what is really normal, right? And then there's some hobbies that some people just have that are just a little different than what you and I are probably used to. I don't know. Um, collecting balls of aluminum foil or some shit. Something super odd. Or collecting dead bugs. Anything can be a hobby if it keeps you entertained, right? So I'm going to look up the the uh, dictionary term for a hobby, right? What makes a hobby, right? And then, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll start to make a little bit more sense. Let's see here. Oh, I'm getting notifications like crazy. I don't even know why. <clears throat> All right. So a hobby, right? What is a hobby? A hobby is, as it's defined here, as an activity doing regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. For example, her hobbies are reading and gardening. Right? Like, I mean, gardening is great. I mean, it definitely does pass the time. And if you're a homebody, right, and you have time to cater to a garden, uh, garden because gardens are somewhat labor-intensive and time-consuming, uh, 
right? If you, you know using your time very well and you ain't really working or you're retired and you got all this time in the world during the day, then yeah, gardening will definitely be a great hobby. Um, maybe even coupon collecting. I don't know. Anything can be a hobby, right? Um, so what I'm gonna do, right? I'm gonna get into. I'm gonna look do some research as I go along with this show, and um, yeah. And we're gonna. I'm gonna look up some of the craziest hobbies, or some of the most common hobbies, or unusual hobbies. Um, let's see, most common hobbies, because I'm interested in this. Because you know, you know, everybody has a hobby in some way, shape, or form, right? Um, let's see. So it says here. I'm trying to look up a, a list. Um, of course, there was a hobby. A lot of hobbies too. Believe it or not, people found a lot of shit to do during the pandemic, which is very interesting. In fact. I'm going to actually get into that because I think that will be the catalyst for some of the hobbies out there that I could explain or go over. Because let's be real, during the pandemic, um, you couldn't really go outside. You barely could go to work. So a lot of people found something new to do. They picked up a craft, a hobby, if you will, something to help pass the time while they couldn't work. Right. And it's not a bad thing because believe it or not, and I don't mind, you know, you get the creative juices flowing. And that's what happened during the pandemic. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off a list to keep this uh, topic going, and it's going to make any it's going to make some sense, right? This was now this list is on the website. Let me see if I can look this up real quick. This is on a website called Review.USA Today. I mean, you guys should know USA Today, right? Okay, so it's basically the 15 most popular hobbies to start during the coronavirus pandemic. Now this was written actually. Um, or the story was updated on August 22nd of just last year. Okay. But this is not, I'm going to look a little bit beyond the coronavirus pandemic. I'm just going to look in general because some of these hobbies people probably have already been doing even before the pandemic. Right. Um, so I'm just going to read it real quick. It says staying home is more necessary than ever right now in the light of coronavirus pandemic. In some States it's even required by law. All right. Look, we're going to skip all that. Cause uh, that really just pertains to lockdowns. Right. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start backwards, right? Um, starting with the 15th one, right? So one or not, this is what they, um, this is during the pandemic, but we're going to look past the pandemic, right? Because these are things that you can start regardless, even right now. Um, learning an instrument, number 15, that's a fantastic thing to do. I mean, um, if you're just kind of just not really doing anything, maybe you can learn how to play the tambourine, play a guitar, a piano, or something, right? It was one of those things that also popped up during the pandemic that people went and learned. Now, whether or not these people are still pursuing it even after the uh, lockdowns are done, who knows? But it was one of those things that was picked up at the time was learning an instrument. And then number 14, learning a language. That's a good time passer. And I think now in this day and age where um, we're speaking more than just English, Right in this country, learning a language, regardless, I think, is a fantastic hobby. I mean, they got websites, they got Duolingo, they got Babbel, they got all these apps where you could sit here and take a few minutes of your day and actually, you know, try to learn a language. I will say though, it's harder to learn to learn a language when you're an adult than when you're a kid. When you're a kid, your mind is empty; you can sponge up everything so quickly. It's just way more um, difficult to do as an adult, right? It's just what it is. And then, um, let's see here. Uh, writing. Uh, I guess people during the pandemic also took up writing. Now, writing is a good hobby. It's always has been, right? Maybe some of the best book writers out there was probably just bored one day and just was like, you know, I'm just going to write something. You know what I mean? There's nothing else going on up there in the old noodle. I'm just going to sit here and just write 
a book or a poem or a limerick or something where it became something bigger than what they thought. So writing was definitely one of those things. Um, it says here, it doesn't matter if you're journaling, blogging about what you ate today, blah, 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 or writing in the next chart-topping novel. Writing not only keeps your brain busy, but also boosts your creativity. Now, me, I write a journal. I try to write a journal every day. I've been slipping lately with this journal. I've been writing it for about roughly, shit, no shit, eight years I've been writing a journal. It doesn't really get my creative juices flowing. It just kind of just puts my day on paper. Something I can look back on, I guess, right? And then um, <clears throat> number 12 they got on this list, audiobooks and podcasts. Of course, of course. Because what else are you going to do? You're on a computer all day. You might as well talk to people. Get your voice out there, right? Now, me, I started this podcast back in October. This was already after the pandemic and the lockdowns were already set and done. But a lot of people sat here, read audiobooks, and just created a podcast. Just something where they can somehow communicate with the world out there right everybody was told to shutter inside don't go outside and this was just a way to get your voice out there for some it says here actually let's see it says while i love sitting down and reading a book i also love listening to audiobooks and podcasts when i'm doing things that require my hands or feet like cleaning the house walking outside or cooking dinner for that i use audible blah 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 and as for podcasts when you listen by podcast app or spotify there are ones for every person every interest it's just one of those things to pass the time, right? Again, during the pandemic too, what were you really doing? You know, you're either watching TV, listening to the radio, cleaning up. I mean, you people were just, they weren't doing much of anything out there. So listening to a podcast or audiobook or shit, even creating a podcast, hell, I wish I created a podcast, this podcast, during the pandemic. If I would have done that, who knows where this thing would be right now, honestly, right? It's something I can't travel back in time and fix. Um, let's see. So it says here meditation number 11 was meditation on the list. I think meditation in any day, any way, shape, or form is a fantastic thing. Even if you could pull off to the side on your break, meditation, absolutely. I need to get into meditation a lot more. I need to because there's been days, fuck, been days. It's every day with this job that I'm in. It's just... Oh, it's a stress. It's a stress. I can use the additional meditation, right? But from some people, it was a mental adjustment during the pandemic because um, it, a lot of people couldn't fathom what was really going on. And it was mentally damaging to some people to, so, to, to help stay afloat. Some people had to just meditate, right? And even though as a hobby, I think it's a great hobby. It's a little, doesn't seem very hobby-ish. But, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a thing that you can take joy and leisure to that you can do every day, right? So that's why it qualifies as a hobby of sorts. Uh, video games, shit, that might as well just be number one. This is actually number 10 on this list because video games to me, like I said, it's my number one hobby is video games. I have other hobbies too. Like, again, I forgot to mention photography is a big, big one with me too as well. My work lately has been a little light, but I do, I do photography for sure. Uh, but video games, absolutely. Especially, again, during the pandemic, yeah, you couldn't go outside, right? So online gaming and just playing video games with the family or just random-ass people online was just the way to go, right? And even now, more people have picked up video games as a hobby than ever before, I believe. And, you know, it used to be like, oh, man, video games is for kids. There's probably more adults playing video games as a hobby or just something to pass the time than ever before. 
right? So, I mean, we can't just sit here and be like, man, video games is a fad. No, that's just way beyond a fad, man. In fact, the video game industry makes more money than the movie industry. Don't believe me? Look it up. All right, so, hey, number nine they had on this list, gardening. Gardening, again, I just mentioned gardening is a very good time passer. Again, and it's it's very serene, and it's mentally stabilizing for some people out there. Gardening is very quiet. It's meticulous. It is labor-intensive to a point, depending on how big your garden or what your goal is for your garden. But it's a great hobby. You know, you get a nice little green thumb going there, and, you know, you can learn a lot about botany, too. You know, a lot about plants and all these other things that go along with it. You know, gardening is not just making y'all look pretty. It's a science to it. And a lot of people take pleasure and joy in doing it. And that's what makes it a hobby, right? It's gardening. And um, yeah. And then another one here has eight, baking. Now, it's funny because I don't use, baking is not a hobby to me, but between me and my wife, I am the baker, right? I typically, I typically would do the bake, the baking with the cakes and the cupcakes and stuff like that. I'm the baker. Um I don't know. I never really picked that up or thought of it to be a hobby because, I mean, how often am I really going to bake, right? I would have to be baking at least once a week to for me to classify it as a hobby, and I bake far in between, okay? So I, I don't think that's a hobby for me, but there are people out there that, that bake as a hobby, right, and make money off of it, right? So, I mean, hey, if you do it, fantastic, right? Fantastic. And, you know, with social media, you could promote this stuff and make it pretty big. Um, they had seven here in yoga. Yoga is a fantastic it's – a, it's, a, it's a holistic – somewhat a holistic hobby. I think for health benefit, like meditation, yoga goes hand in hand. Uh, yoga can be a great uh, hobby. In fact, it's painful at first. I heard from a few uh, a few testimonies, but it's a great little hobby to do in between. In fact, it says here – Right now, again, it says it might be a little biased, but I'm a yoga teacher. And this is a person that wrote the story. Right. So I'm talking from her talking as her. I am a yoga teacher after all, but I feel infinitely better if I make it to the mat every day. Not only is it healthy to get some physical movement in every day, but yoga could also help relieve stress and channel your inner Zen, especially like, again, during that time when she wrote this, it was after the pandemic. So these are things that she kind of got into and it, 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 it did set your mental pretty straight, especially at that crazy time. Uh, number six, it says do-it-yourself projects. Always a fantastic hobby, right? And they got a shitload of videos of do-it-yourself projects that, um, and TikToks that you can sit there and pick up and you know, learn and do on your own to pass the time. Do-it-yourself projects was a great time passer, even past the pandemic and whatnot. Even now, doing a do-it-yourself project, you have a home, you're a homeowner, you can sit there and make a fucking cabinet, um, make furniture or whatever right build something right get your creative juices flowing you can do all that that that's a perfect do it yourself perfect hobby man and you do it right you get it out there you can make money off of it listen some hobbies you can make money off of right like who the hell ever thought that you can make money playing video games right people back in the day will tell you man you're just burning out your brain playing that nintendo you ain't gonna amount to nothing. There are streamers out there who turned that hobby into multi-million dollar fucking entities. You don't believe me? Look up some of these streamers who play COD all day. They make it hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Hell, millions. Just playing video games, right? Yeah, you'd be surprised. Huh. Sorry, mom. All right, and board games, number five. They have board games on here. Now, board games, in fact. After I'm done with this episode, me and my wife, we're about to go into a round of trouble. We play trouble or at least try to every single night. That is a fantastic hobby. 
Growing up, I was only exposed to Monopoly, Connect 4, blah, blah, blah. I never really played these games a lot. But my wife, since I met her, we play board games all the fucking time. We got our little board game area over there. We have our Trouble, Sorry, um, Shoots and Ladders, Dominoes, you name it. We got all these games that we could play besides video games to pass the time. Board games is a fantastic hobby. Again, also back during the pandemic, that was just one of those things where you could play with your immediate family at home or whoever you were living with because you couldn't go anywhere else. You couldn't go visit other family to play. So board games was just it. And it kept everybody sane in some way. It kept everybody social, right? And then uh, let's see here. Arts and crafts, absolutely. My wife, in fact, about a year or two ago, picked up crocheting as a hobby. And all she did, she really just got into it. She didn't do very much research. She watched a few videos, though. And she crochets like a mother. Like, she crochets hats, sweaters, scarves, probably even cardigans now. And, oh, excuse me. And she does this as a hobby, now, of course, she never sold any of her work, maybe someday, but to her, it's just something to pass the time to get her to do something. And it's, again, it's one of those hobbies that picked up um, back back when, during the pandemic. And then working out. Yes, working out is a fantastic hobby. It has many, 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 many benefits to working out. Um, going to the gym, whether it don't even have to be going to the gym. You could just go for a jog around the block or something like that. Or, or if you have some workout equipment or something at home, a couple of little light weights, you can do that too. And there's health benefits to it, right? You can lose weight, um, get, get mentally right. Um, it says here, can't get to the gym, bring the gym to you. Again, remember during the pandemic, you couldn't go to the gym. So you had to make a gym. And that's where that really just, that renaissance really came about. Um, it says, can't get to the gym, bring the gym to you. That's what plenty of people are doing with the help of at-home workout essentials like dumbbells, resist resistance bands, and Pilates rings. Listen, you work out at home, you don't need a lot of equipment. You need the bare essentials. A couple of dumbbells, a kettlebell, some um, like something to stretch on, a mat. Like You don't really need to go to the gym, man. You can do simple calisthenics at home. Perfect hobby, right? Perfect hobby. And then reading, and number one, they had here watching TV and movies. Reading, yeah. Okay, so reading, I might, I, I'm going to say is a lost art. And why I say this is because a lot of people, there are people that read books. That's why Barnes and Nobles and shit still exists. But a lot of people don't read books. They don't read as much as they used to, or they go to audiobooks, right? The audiobooks, that works too. But a lot of people aren't reading as much. But back, like, especially during the pandemic, people pick more people picked up books than any time ever before, really. Um, before everything really started going digital, people were reading. It passed the time. And, and, and I said to myself, I was going to do a 20 book pledge this year where I read at least 20 books. I picked up this one book that was free about World War II, and I'm just, I haven't cracked it open yet. But in fact, I'm going to take it with me tomorrow. And I'm going to read it. But reading is definitely one of those things. And then watching TV was number one on that list because watching TV. Uh, OK, so watching TV is not a hobby. But if you go back to the pandemic, yeah, that's what can you fucking do? You can't go anywhere. You can't go to the movies. So you, you consume scrupulous amounts of streaming shows and movies like Netflix and you know, Hulu and stuff like that. Now, I don't think um, somebody will tell me or ask me, like, hey, what's one of your hobbies? What do you like to do? Oh, I like to just stay home and watch TV. That shit just sounds lazy now. It don't even sound like a hobby anymore at that point. It just sounds like straight lazy, right? But those are hobbies that you can do on a day-to-day, -day, 
right? You don't take the pandemic or nothing like that. And I think as you get older, I think people take up hobbies more as they get older. You know what I mean? They're finding less and less to do in some cases, and they're just like, oh, man, you know, I got to find something to do, right? Or if you're retired, right? You already retired. You worked all your life. You're retired. And you're just like, what the fuck am I going to do? I don't want to be a Walmart greeter, or I don't want to just sit around and do nothing. I want to do something, right? And that's when you pick up a hobby. You pick up a book, or you go somewhere, maybe a road trip. Road trips can be hobbies, too. One of my like That's one of my hobbies, I guess. See, look, I'm learning about myself. One of my hobbies is taking road trips. Absolutely. There's nothing more therapeutic than a road trip, like therapy on wheels, as I call it. Right. Absolutely. So I'm going to look up some odd hobbies, too. Right. Because where you got some, uh, you know, some hobbies that, you know, just sounds normal. Right. I guess what's normal. You have some very odd hobbies. Right. I mean, like I said, it's whatever people take pleasure in doing. So what may be odd to me Maybe normal to that person, right? So I'm gonna look up some of the most uncommon or odd hobbies because I think that's uh interesting. Oh god, what the fuck is this? The most unusual okay, I, I gotta get on this site. I, I think I found something that's <laughs> I don't know what the... I really hope this is like oh my god. Okay, there's 10 I'm gonna read real quick. Okay, I got nine minutes. I think I can bust this down in nine fucking minutes. All right, so there's a website here called KaplanInternational.com, and it basically has fun facts or unusual hobbies. All right, I hope you get a nice little laugh at this because it was a couple I'd seen just scrolling. I'm already like ready to just laugh. Um, <laughs> okay, so they had here number ten as an odd hobby, right? Now, of course, there's many other websites that have these odd hobby things, but this is one of the first ones I came across. I don't know if you guys ever heard of toy voyaging. Um, toy voyaging, right? Number 10. Do you have a toy that needs a vacation? Some people create a travel log and profile for their traveling toy. You can also include life missions for your toy with where you tell potential hosts what your toy wants to do while visiting. Hosts and hosts and owners update their travel log and pictures. What the fuck is toy voyaging? Like, Okay, no. Yeah, do you see what I mean? Okay, I'm gonna take my toys on vacation. I'm, I'm a grown ass man. What fucking toys am I gonna do? I have, or what toys am I actually gonna bring on vacation? Remember, odd to me, normal to others. Um, number nine, competitive duck herding. Yes, competitive duck herding is a hobby. You learn to herd duck like you would sheep. Apparently, it has become popular for corporate days out, at least according to this article. I never fucking heard of anything so ridiculous. I'm sorry. I never heard of that. To um, competitive duck herding. Yeah, so much for getting your ducks in a row. All right, number eight, element collecting. All right, it says here, you collect elements from the periodic table. People do this in different ways and different purities. Heavy element, poisonous or radioactive ones are not recommended to collect. Yeah, because I'm sure I'm going to find fucking uranium on the damn ground somewhere. And I'm going to just put that in my collection with no problem whatsoever. Enriched uranium, right? Listen, if you're going to collect the elements, just know you're not going to get all 101 fucking elements. You're not going to get them all, especially uranium. And if you do have uranium, you're probably going to jail. All right, so hey, su suing. Somebody has made suing into an actual hobby. I swear to God, it says here number seven is suing. Okay, it says here, 
Okay, this belongs more in the comedy category, but it seems there was at least one person who made suing into an actual hobby. Despite being incarcerated at a federal prison in Kentucky, Jonathan Lee Riches has made it into the Guinness Book World of World Records. He was named as the person who has filed the most lawsuits ever. So what did he do next? He filed the lawsuit against the folks at Guinness. <laughs> he filed the lawsuit against the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick. Uh, he filed a lawsuit against George W. Bush, Somali Pirates, Britney Spears, and Martha Stewart. He has also filed lawsuits against Plato, Nostradamus, James Hoffa, who's been missing since fucking forever, and various Buddhist monks. Okay, so this is a man that just takes pleasure in um, suing everybody. Like, I don't know. He, he um, sues Mary McCheese, or sue Roger Rabbit, or sue Homer Simpson, or just sue his mother, or sue himself. I think somebody like that just has some really serious problems. That's probably the most odd fucking hobby ever, and it should be definitely illegal. Um, number six, I got about six minutes, geocoaching. So geocoaching, it says here, is uh, a free real-world treasure hunting hobby using technology. There are hidden containers called geoco geocaches. Oh, geocaching, yeah. Geocaches with items inside that are located using a smartphone or GPS. This hobby is good for exploring the world and sharing experience with other members. If you're interested in getting started, go to geocaching website. Uh, hidden containers. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds kind of weird. Stone skipping is number five. I mean, who doesn't like to throw a stone across a pond once in the blue when they're bored? I don't see a hobby in doing this, but apparently it's a hobby. It says here, yes, it is exactly that. You take a nice little oval stone and you try to make it bounce on water as many times as possible. There's a record for this, by the way. The current record holder managed 51 bounce throw. So that shit went and bounced 51 bounces before it just stops getting across the water. That's that's extreme. Um, <laughs> number four, extreme ironing. I'm going to say that again. Extreme ironing. Yes, it's a competitive sport known as EI. Extreme ironing consists of ironing clothing in different, usually extreme situations like while rock climbing, surfing, or kayaking. Who the fuck is ironing clothes during surfing? How is that even possible? Electricity and water don't mix. Kayaking walls. <laughs> Ironing? Sometimes I think we're not evolving, people. I think we're devolving. That's, that's, how, that's Listen, man. You try ironing on a subway in New York. It's possible. Um, number three, news rating. Um, I'm not even going to get into that one. And then there's two more. Number two is beetle fighting. Yeah, beetle fighting. Not cock fighting, not bum fighting. Beetle fighting. It says here, choose different types of beetles to fight against each other. Beetle fighting enthusiasts sometimes breed different species of beetle for fighting. You can also find videos about this online, but while some might find it interesting, others think it might be a bit gross. Oh, I'm pretty sure some of those little animal, animal rights activists are going to think the other way too. Beetle fighting? The fuck is this, Pokemon? If you want to have beetle fighting, just, just play Pokemon Go. Or something. Beetle fighting? I mean, look. It can be a lot worse. It could be fucking dog fighting. That's a lot worse than beetle fighting. I mean, beetles, nobody really care about beetles. But yeah, dogs fighting? Yeah, people are going to care about that shit. And then the last one was tree shaping, which I think is not an odd hobby. I think that's actually pretty cool, tree shaping, because there are some people that can professionally shape a tree in like any shape they want, whether it be a car or in the shape of a tree <laughs> or in the shape of a boat or a book or... I don't think that's odd. I think that's a really interesting hobby, tree shaping, right? If you got the land, you got the trees, you got the equipment, I don't see why not, right? So, <laughs> so listen, if you have a hobby out there, 
don't be ashamed of it. Again, what is normal to you may seem odd to others, but that's just virtually everything in life. That's just how we operate, right? Nothing is normal. There's no such thing as normal, right? Because even what you think is normal is odd to someone else. You may not think so because you look at it as normal because it's what you normally do. But sometimes you can't be normal. Sometimes you got to just think out the, outside the box, right? Be different sometimes. Don't be normal. All right, so hey, so I'm going to wrap this episode up. I'm just glad I've, I had the opportunity to make a quick episode real quick um, to get the show going because, again, the schedule this week is a little bit late. Last night I got back pretty late, so I didn't really get a chance to do an episode at all. I just kind of just went to bed. But um, I was just glad I was able to get an episode in tonight at least while I got home a little bit early and keeping up with giving you guys some sort of entertainment and keeping my show going. Um I do appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to the, you know all these podcast episodes. I'm trying to get them better, trying to get more ho- uh, not hobbies, but um, more episodes, more topics. Again, I can also use your help. The Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. Again, the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. Join your suggestions. I might talk about it. Just send me whatever you think um should be discussed. All right. So hey. Enjoy your rainy evening wherever you are, and um, tomorrow I will do my very best, depending on what time, to sneak another episode in for this week. If not, just stay tuned. Just have your notifications on. You know, show pops up. Hey, you'll know about it. All right, so hey, Daily Mind, thanks for listening. Peace out.